you suck dicks? No. Are you a Peter Pepper? Uh, again, no. I bet you're the kind of guy that would fuck a person in the ass and not even have the goddamn common courtesy to give him a reach around. I'll be watching you. Nah, I highly doubt that. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spread it like this Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You are listening to Marking Out, episode 197, Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. I am your host, Dave, the rave, that all the ladies crave, and I am here with you right now. And you can go check me out on Twitter, twitter.com slash DaveTheRave underscore M-O, and I am here with... Brandon, Brandon, how are you right now? Awesome, today? as always. <laughs> and you can go follow Brandon on Twitter, twitter.com slash bttg161. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash out. What's up? Uh, not much. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How was your week? It was good, I guess. Yeah. How was your week? No, how was your week? Anything special? Nah, it's kind of sucked. It was a long week of a lot of exams and all that stuff. So, oh, but yeah. got to do what you got to do. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Talking about doing what we got to do, let's hit up these comments and questions for the week. Yeah. About it. And since you opened, I, I guess you could go ahead and read the first one. Of course. First is from Rick David. I love last week's episode as always. I was cracking up listening to the two of you argue over who'd be the better face or heel and trying to out-promo one another. Sorry, Dave, but Brandon had you beat on the microphone. Speak about some humble pie, huh? Incidentally, it's awesome how much time you dedicate to to fan comments. The first 50 minutes was you answering our questions. No other show makes its listeners as big a part of the online listening experience. Pause. Congratulations for not saying podcast, Dave. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, even though it says online listening well, experience. You know, Dave. right now, I'm actually, as I'm reading this, I'm like, I'm using my finger uh, underline, like under each word. Okay. But you, 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 so. you took a big gap in between I'm using my finger and the rest of that sentence. So I was getting worried with what the rest of that sentence was. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I definitely know Brandon owns me on the mic. It's no secret. No secret. Uh, with that in mind, if anybody's already suggested a tune for Dave's shameless plug, if nobody, sorry, shameless plugs this week, then might I request that he sing them to the tune of Ric Flair's theme? Of course you can. And the original one or or which one? one? No, you know, there was it was a little different when he first debuted with WWF. I don't know. Regardless, that's one challenge accepted. Uh, I also thought I'd ask you both a little wrestling fantasy question of my own. If you were a wrestler, but you had to t- uh, be in a tag team, which tag team would you be one half of? Like, which, which do you think you'd actually work best in if you were a wrestler? So, for example, you wouldn't be Hawk. You'd be Dave, an animal. Any tag team that exists, present or past. 
Thanks for the great show, and I'll catch you down the uh, down the road to Marky Mania. That's episode two hundred. Sincerely, your number five, Mark Rick, to the David. All right. So did he just adopt adopt the to the? <laughs> because yeah. Of me. What do you mean? Like Rick to the oh, David. Oh, I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. I'm digging it. Rick to the David. Um, well, first, let's start off by saying that Dave and I thought long and hard about this tag team question, and we ended up not speaking for the week over it because we were so pissed at each other over each other's suggestions. Yeah, I don't know why Brandon suggested that that I should be in the natural disasters. I don't get that at all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. Um, Brandon, yeah, so... Brandon suggested that. That's right. <laughs> all right, so what... <laughs> What did you say you would be good in? Right off the bat, the only like thing that came to my mind was uh, Rock and Brandon Connection. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. You threw the oddities at me because Golga, quote unquote, wears a mask, but yeah, which I could, I, I could see, I could see tagging with Kurgan. Yeah, I couldn't really think of anything too good. I was coming up with like I could be Mar- Marty Janetti with the Rockers. No, um, you could but be, then you Brandon- could be, yeah. Yeah, you could go on. You could be Edge and David. Yeah, so pretty much I'd be taking Christian's spot. Who was the other one that I said? Uh, whoever, uh, whoever ever teamed with Eugene. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I, you I could know. be you could be Doink and David. <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, Dink. Yeah. Nice. Um. Yeah. Who else? I guess. What else? What are other tag teams? Oh, you could be Rey Mysterio and David, as in replacing Billy Kidman, even though you can't do a shooting star press. But yes, I can. I'm yeah. sure I can. I'm sure I could I'm... do. A, I could do a 450. Yeah. So you... there's no reason I can't do a shooting star. Well, that's 450. I don't know if you know this isn't the same thing as a shooting star press. Yeah, but I mean, I've done a shooting star into a pool before. Into a pool. Yeah. So so doing it off of a turnbuckle wouldn't be that difficult. Yeah, and you're older now, so. Yeah, I I once did a. 450 splash in the back in the backyard. No, uh, oh, it wasn't a 450. But I mean, I I have done a 450. <laughs> what before, was it? A somersault? No, I was thinking of um, the Rolling Thunder because I That's uh, basically I once a did. Oh no! I once did a Rolling Thunder and my foot hit the bed like the mattress, and my leg, uh, my knee, Ricky, like bounced off of the uh, the mattress right into my freaking face. What did so the I, What did the woman that you were with thought think? Oh, Chris was laughing. Chris was laughing. I just said, what did the woman you were with say? <laughs> yeah, and I said Chris was laughing. Yeah, I thought, you know, it sounded like you were in bed, like that scene in Ready to Rumble. Oh, no. Um, yeah, so. Yeah. So fun. All right, take it away. Up next, we have from Steve, a.k.a. at Disgruntled Dork. Hey guys, I will start, no, I guess I will start by answering the questions you gave me on the last episode. First off, I will say that yes, I am very familiar with the horrible misfortune of having to deal with Cablevision firsthand. I am from the Maryland suburbs of DC, DMV represent, but from 2010 to 2013, I was living in East Hampton as part of the management team for a bed and breakfast in East Hampton. Seeing as I had to deal with both personal and corporate accounts for Cablevision, or Cablevision accounts, 
don't know how I added extra words there. I know what it is like to deal with the company all too well. I am back home in the DMV area now, though. So that's pretty cool that you worked in East Hampton and lived out there. It's a nice little area. Yeah. And he goes on to say, secondly, with TV shows that I currently follow, I have quite a few. Besides all things WWE, TNA, and now Lucha Underground, more on that later, I am watching Gotham. Great show so far, but one that I feel is still trying to find its footing in regards to focusing on Gordon versus the typical uh, Batman Batman tropes. I'm going to comment. Um, I love Gotham. Uh, Why don't you bury it? I love, I would. I love how dark it is. And the way that they've been uh, um, developing the Penguin is just unbelievable. He's a badass character. I like all these, the preview for the next episode with who they're uh, introducing to the fans. And I love the development of Bruce Wayne's character as well. And it's just, I think it's a very good show. And it's not really getting, like you said, with how it's trying to get its footing. I don't think it's getting the buzz that it should be. Especially with so many comic book fans out there. I think it was hot when it first came out, but the attention around it has kind of died down. But I never never got a chance to check it out yet. I still... It's definitely really cool, and it's like, I just love how dark it is. I think the recent episode was actually very well. Like, they just won some award or something, or they're leading Fox in new, uh, highest-rated new TV show or something like that. Yeah, but there aren't any other, what other new shows are on Fox? I, I really don't know. It's weird, like, I don't, I, I was planning Oh, Sleepy on, Hollow? I was planning on watching, uh, what is Gotham. it called? Yeah, Gotham, but... I just, it's on Mondays, and I record two things on Mondays, so I couldn't record that. Although truth, I could watch it on demand, but. Truth be told, I watch Gotham over WWE. There you go. There you have it. When, when, when I can. Um, but, agreed. I've watched, I watched Ben McKenzie's other shows, too, so I'm sure it's good. What other shows? COC and uh, Southland. So, you can't really go wrong with Ben McKenzie. No, I mean, he's a talented actor. Uh, so so is as I was mentioning before, I think uh, uh, Donna Logue. Uh, he's the guy from Grounded for Life, Sons yeah. of Anarchy, Vikings. He's the he plays Harvey Bullock. Um, I think he's very talented. Yeah, and yeah, overall the show is sick. I can't wait. I'm hoping to see Scarecrow and a bunch of uh, other villains of Gotham in the Batman comics. So, only, yeah. only time will tell. But uh, Steve goes on to say. Uh, the Flash, the closest thing that we will get to a Marvel comic-style show for the DC Universe, which has been great since its premiere. Which, what does that mean, Marvel-style? Um, Marvel-style. I'm unsure. Because was like, I mean, I guess, what was the other show that, that aired on CW with, with Superman, but he wasn't Superman? Um... The one with Dean Cain? No, not Dean Cain. That was Superman. I don't know. Oh, shit. It was such a huge show. Cain was guest starred on it once or twice. I. It wasn't based sure. off of a comic. I mean, I know they've had a few comics. Like, they had, um, they had one where they had, like, a bunch of the cat women or something. I forget. Yeah. 
Well, I'm unsure. Uh, Flash, I haven't been able to watch though. Same thing with your next. Uh, well, that's on. Isn't show. that exclusively on Netflix? I am unsure, but I mean, you can still find it online. But I think that's exclusive on Netflix. <clears throat> he goes on. He says, "The Arrow, my current favorite show, an almost Batman Begins style story for Green Arrow that incorporates Lost style flashbacks to create an excellent an excellent origin story for an underrated comic book hero." Yeah, I have to watch that show at some point. I keep on hearing really good things from it, though. Uh, what about S.H.I.E.L.D.? Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Do you watch that, maybe? I watched the first few episodes, but then I fell off of it. I'm hooked, man. I like Are normally. You? Yeah, I don't normally like shows like this, but I am absolutely hooked. Yeah, you're not the, the you're not into comics or anything like that. Not much, but like I'll like because when I was a kid, I used to watch the X Men cartoon, mm -hmm. and Probably Batman here and there, but on just about until they had when Sony released the first Spider Man, mm -hmm. that was awesome. When when they had the X Men movie, that yeah. was like whoa, like that was awesome. And then even more recently, Captain America was great, um, and then the Avengers was just like mind blowingly good. Oh, they're they're really on target with these movies coming out. I mean, here and there you have a dud. Like, uh, what was the recent dud? Yeah, Hulk. <laughs> but when they announced that they were doing uh, Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., I was like, yeah, I'll check this out. It's cool. I like the, I forget his name, uh, the one that does, that's the director now. Or I don't know if people know that, but uh, he was on Old Christine. I'm unsure. Yeah, I forget his name. I, normally I remember his name. I just completely forget it right now. But, that's uh, all right. But that's such a great show, and I think people should check that out. But uh, Steve also goes on, American Horror Story, Freak Show, finally living up to the success of the first season. Freak Show is really bringing it with the creepiness, and I am loving the American Psycho-esque dandy character. I love it. I love that show. I think that just like a wrestling storyline, people weren't giving this enough time to play out. And now that it's finally starting to play out, people are jumping shit. I think that it's awesome. Dandy is such a sick character, and it's just very intriguing. And I really hope that the that little um, the little Indian uh, girl. I hope nothing happens to her because she's pretty adorable. Yeah. So his his name, by the way, just came to me was uh -huh. it's Clark Gregg who plays Agent Coulson. Or director calls. Oh, all right. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he was in uh, the Avengers, Thor, yeah. Iron Man, Iron Man. Yeah, uh -huh. all those. And uh, then he goes on to say, Constantine. I am really pulling for this one as I love the character from the Hellblazer comics. So far, the show seems to be very familiar to Supernatural with the Demon of the Week stories, but I am hoping it grows into providing a continuous plot as the season goes on. Love the notion that both Haven and Hell... Oh, Heaven. I, <laughs> I missed the E there. I thought he was talking about that Ed show. Yeah. <laughs> that Heaven and Hell are both considered antagonists in, in their own way. That's one show that I've been meaning to watch as well that I just haven't had time to. Well, Const did all it these... just come out? or um, It's fairly new. Fairly new. But I want to watch Const uh, Constantine and the Arrow the most. Uh, Sons of Anarchy, I want to get 
start watching too. Well, this is their last season. You could definitely get into it. Really? Yeah. I Why are they ending it? I just think it's their ending. That's weird. I'm almost certain it's their last season. I never watched it, but. Mm-hmm. And then speaking of other shows I don't watch, Walking Dead. What can I say about this that hasn't been said by everyone else on social media? Just a great show through and through. Yeah, that show is amazing. That last episode with Abraham and Eugene and everything going on was completely mind-boggling. Uh, yeah, what else is there to say about that show? Yeah. Beth is – it's just very intriguing. Then he goes on and he says, And now, seeing as I seem to be the only person commenting on Lucha Underground with you guys, I wanted to talk about my experience with Episode 3. I watched it tonight on my DVR with my best friend who happens to be a Latin, or happens to be Latin, (laughs) with no interest (laughs) in wrestling. And even she seemed interested, stating that the backstage segments reminded her of novelas, which are Spanish soap operas, which ended up sparking her interest in the matches. Which, by the way, I totally get that backstage stuff reminds people of novelas. Because I've watched some Spanish telenovelas, and that 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 hits it right on the on the head. Mm-hmm. Is that the expression? No, no, you got it. It's an expression I would use. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't seem like. <laughs> <laughs> this fascinated me, as this means that the tonal change in comparison of WWE or to WWE or TNA pulled in a person who could care less about wrestling, uh, or who couldn't care less about wrestling. Otherwise, this week offered a pretty awesome three-way dance between Drago, Pentagon Jr., and Phoenix, all in their first match on Underground, which was, while a little spot monkey-ish, extremely exciting. I am okay with high spots galore in these type of matches, as that is very reminiscent of the AAA luchador style. And it pulled my non-wrestling fan friend into the action as well. Highlights included a flapjack reversed into a flipping Harakarana and later a reverse Harakarana pile driver of sorts by Phoenix. Seriously, a must-watch match. I, I thought that there was a part of the match where they did a, a, like a blockbuster into a DDT. And I thought that was pretty sick. I just think that Lucha Underground is so like right on the nose what I want to be watching. So I, I've only seen bits and pieces of the backstage promos. So what separates that from what TNA does backstage? Do you know what I mean? Like how it's kind it's of like... It's completely different. Okay. TNA has that wavy camera. These are hard cams that are like... It's like an actual... It, it, it It's as if I'm watching a movie or a TV show instead of okay. watching something like, Yo, I'm backstage. Some stupid okay. shit like that. I understand, yeah. Yeah, so I think everybody, just watch it on YouTube. I, I see it, it's on YouTube, full show, every single week. And it's cool that they're, it's like they're not after any championships or anything yet, at least. They're after, yeah, they're all after money. Yeah, so it's like... And now's the time to start watching when they're introducing you to all these characters. Yeah, and it's the coolest thing. Like you, there's just It's just such a show that everyone and it's, di- it's and it's diverse it's not just the spot fest yeah exactly so, check it out then he goes on finally i will end with a question for both of you 
Seeing as WWE 2K15 for PlayStation 4 and Xbox One is only a few days away, I cannot wait to dive in and create a character of my own once again. If you were to create your own character on the spot, how would he slash she be? Heel or face? Singles or stable tag team? Or slash tag team? Manager? If so, whom? Uh, what would your finisher be? Thanks again for all the social media promotion, but for now, this Mark is signing off. First things first, 2K15 news broke this past week that you will not be able to create any brand new divas. That's such BS. Thus, I will be marking the game as sexist. Not that I care, but I don't fucking like that. <clears throat> I, mean, I, I can't remember. How are you supposed to update your character, your roster? I mean, you don't want to stick to the divas that they just have. Yeah, well, you're gonna have to stick to the current eight divas that they have. As you can edit those, you can change them. Superstar Threads, however, is gone, and replaced. Why? There was such a fucking, such a stupid fucking like cocky attitude answer. The way that it was answered was you're they, cursing a lot. Yeah, well. Somebody asked about Superstar Threads, and the guy answered it like, well, there's really no reason for Superstar Threads when we're giving you this brand new creation suite. Which, the creation thing, is it's awesome that you could import textures and things. However, for somebody, let's say Alberto Del Rio, all it needs for a simple attire change is to basically change his trunks to red. Or Big Show, you want to change his his singlet to a different color, or who else? Who else? Name somebody. Name a random person right now. Name Randy him. Orton. Randy Orton. You want to make his new trunks that are silver. John Cena. But but for Randy Orton, you want the silver trunks. That's a simple superstar. Threads can handle that. However, in the current generation systems, PlayStation Four and Xbox One, uh, it's going to take up a spot. Because it's the new creation suite that you're going to do. And you only have like 25 spots too, right? Right. Which I understand, but because but, it's the new game and they're still working everything out and everything, but... So just... now with back to the Divas wise. So what, how, if I wanted to create, say, Victoria, how yeah. could I do that? You got to make her a male. So hope. there's no way, like even like how you're talking about how you can change the characters. No. It's it's just you you're can't. gonna be able to to Tamina, Cameron, Naomi, Natalia, AJ, Summer Rae, Bellas, and the Bellas. That's it. That's that's bogus. Yeah, that's and and it sucks at every single spot. You want Blutista? Boom, that's a a tire spot. Not right. You want to change Daniel Bryan's trunks to all black or something for an ROH style thing? That's a, another creative wrestler spot. So it sucks, but... I guess we'll find out if they learn from their mistakes next year. But I have the PlayStation 3 version, so I am full underway with my created wrestlers, which in the gamer, only one, which is me. I create me. Uh, I am face. I'm a singles wrestler. What's your attire? Uh, I have four. I have the three marking out shirts, which I do the logo myself every single fucking year because you can't transfer the fucking logo over. Wait, Sorry so you cursing. can't do that? Can't you do what they were showing? 
Or is that just for PS3? No, that's for the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Oh, that I could sucks. I could try and hack the game, except I have no idea how to hack, so. Yeah. But, yeah, it's not that difficult to make the Mark and Out logo kind of look like the Mark and Out logo. With a mask or no? Uh, do I have a mask? I have a mask in one of the attires. I have the Jushin Liger mask. Oh, very cool. And then, and then I have my Walk BTTG shirt. Ah, <laughs> yeah. All right, so all right, so go through the list. So you said you would be a face. Yeah. All right. Singles, tag team, stable. Yeah, singles wrestler. Unless, well, I mean, I think two years ago I might have been in a stable with the, the Long Island guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but as far as my finisher, I think it's a code breaker and. I forgot the other move that I do. I know one of my signature moves is the Rough Rider. But, oh, maybe a Sweet Chin music might also be a signature move. You may have cut out. I'm unsure. But what was your signature move? My signature is the Rough Rider. Okay, the Rough Rider. Yeah. Um, I guess mine, I would be a, I think I would be a, uh, who? Oh, oh, I think I will be a face. I think I'd be a face. Out goes every single fucking thing. But then, you said but then last the thing, week. but then the thing happens where I like using weapons in the video game. That doesn't so matter. That, I use weapons too. Oh, you do? I thought that if you use a weapon, you get booed. I don't no? know. All right, so I would be a face. I would be a tag team with Luke Harper. How are you going to argue with me last week <laughs> about being a healer face? I would one hundred percent be a heel. I don't. Know. I wouldn't want to be a face. When it comes to the show, when it comes to you, I'll argue anything with you. Oh, you're such a <laughs> All right, so I'd be a tag team with Luke Harper just because I I like usually uh, with tag teams, I like um, – if I create – and it would be my own creative character of myself. I usually like to put – because I'm not uh, tall or big or anything, I would put myself with usually a bigger wrestler because I like to also have the ability to do a little, a few power moves and high-flying moves. So I like the combo. So you um, wouldn't you wouldn't put yourself the Big Show though, right? No, because uh, they call I, him the Big Show. <laughs> well, my whole thing too is I like doing a big boot. Like I mean, it goes this, this, like a big boot or a Yakuza kick, and it's the same thing that I've done with like WWF No Mercy, where I would put myself, I would create a larger wrestler and give him like the Yakuza kick and stuff like that. Because my and my finisher for them, it would be kind of like a where. I would set someone up in the turnbuckle, and you know how you could turn them to face the turnbuckle? Yeah. I would have them do that, and then I would take the big guy to the other corner, and then I would I would do uh, – either I would run off the ropes or from the other turnbuckle right over to them and nail them with a Yakuza kick from the to the back of the head. Yeah, I don't know if you could do that in this, in this game. Yeah, I, I used to love to play around with it. Um, it's weird and- how in No Mercy and all those games, I would never create myself. And then once the SmackDown games came out and Raw for Xbox, mm-hmm. I started creating myself, except I looked nothing like yeah. how I would normally look. Like, I would give myself, like... I, I, you would give, like, tattoos and... No, every- I wouldn't give tattoos, but in the, in the SmackDown... One of the SmackDown games, I was almost true to myself where I had the, I had a Brock Lesnar shirt, the one that he would, the one that came out when he was first debuted or whatever. Uh, But other than that, like I had bright blue pants and I think I had like bright blue arm sleeves. Like, well, I would never wear that. And I wasn't heavy either. I was thin. So yeah, I usually create my character. I, I tried to stay similar to myself, but I kind of like, 
exaggerate. Like I would give myself some sick tattoos, ring attire wise. I always, no matter what I do, ring attire wise, I either have a combo of black and red or black and blue. And usually I'll do like uh, either long pants, like I had like the Y2J or Eddie Guerrero pants yeah. uh, for black and blue or black and red. And then I do like the, uh, um, like an X-Pac singlet or something like that for the top. Yeah. Uh, manager wise, I would probably, I don't think I'd do a manager. I don't think I would. Yeah, and, I, don't, I don't see the need for it, especially in these games where the managers fucking pop up on the apron at random ass times. The finisher wise, um, I guess just for time's sake, I'm just gonna go with the dominator because that's my finisher, no mercy right now. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of the dominator. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, next comment is from Jason Linick. Hey guys, as always, I love the episode. I'm sorry that I have not sent in my voice clip yet. I promise that I will have something in time for number 200. Which reminds us, if you do, if you would like to be a part of episode 200 of Marking Out, please email us a voice memo or a voice clip, whatever you want to call it, to Marking Out, M-A-R-K-I-N-O-U-T, the number one, at gmail.com. It could be a YouTube clip that you put on private or just for us to view, or it could be something that you record on your iPod. Uh, just send it on over to us and we'll use it. Just wanted to get your thoughts on WWE DVDs. I may have asked this question in the past, but with WWE with the network existing, do you think WWE still needs its uh, needs to make DVDs? What are some of your favorites? To me, I really like the Best in the World CM Punk DVD and the Chris Jericho Breaking the Code DVD. I'm always a big fan of the DVDs that are one disc documentary and two disc of matches. Thanks, guys. Uh, at uh, from Jason at Linick on Twitter. P.S. I'll be sure to leave my thoughts for House of uh, House of Glory. Dang it, House of Hardcore in the comments next week. Very cool. Uh, have fun at House of Hardcore. That should be a blast. Um, yeah, for DVDs, I agree with you. I don't think there's like the only reason that you would have DVDs now is for the people that do collect DVDs. I think um, there's one hundred percent a reason to make them. Well. Though. But I also ha I have a reason not to. So why do you think to make them? Because they're they're not on the network. They're not putting these things on the network. There's no need to. You can make money off of that stuff. Okay, so now I'm gonna say I think that they should stop selling them. They should put the full DVDs, like the Brick in the Cold best code, best in the world, like what they would have normally on the network. If they can, some of probably, them are. Some of them are on the network. But like, if there's a way to. Um, Put them make even if it's disc one, disc two. If there's a way to separate it, so you have the documentary split from the matches. Um, but I think put it on the network because then it entices people to. It forces them to stop buying DVDs, and it forces them to get the network if they want to watch it, which is something that they've been trying to push so bad. I like I like owning those things, so I'd be f very disappointed. That's the thing. You you'd be disappointed, but. Unfortunately, for some of those fans, in order to see that, they would jump on board and order the network, which they normally wouldn't uh, order. Yeah, well. But as far as my favorite go, it'll always be the Rise and Fall of ECW and the one with the Road Warriors. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Rise and Fall of ECW. And even more so recently was Mick Foley's. But 
I think I, I really I love the documentaries. So I would rather have a documentary and then the two disc of matches, mm-hmm. as he said. So yeah. Uh, next comment is from Beamon to B. Hey guys, great show as always. One question: If you can pick one wrestler from Ring of Honor, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla, Combat Zone Wrestling, and New York Wrestling Connection, who would it be? To be hired by WWE. Yep, thank you. To be hired by WWE. Thanks, guys. Follow me on Twitter at NYWC underscore sign guy. Uh, All right, one wrestler to be hired. Huh, that's a tough question. It's so difficult. Because there's a lot of talented wrestlers out there. If I had to pick one to be hired right now, cool. You got any ideas? Not like... I don't right. know. Um, I would have to say Nice, just given how great he is. But it's like there's so many. I know. Tony Nice, by the way, for people who didn't understand me just saying Nice. Um, I really don't want to take up time thinking about this. Because there's it, there are so many wrestlers. Um, I guess maybe... Uh, but it's, it's Adam, like, yeah, because you could agree that Tony Nese. Oh, yeah, of course. Maybe Adam Cole or I just have to choose one. So maybe Adam Cole. or Because I also think uh, Kyle O'Reilly would be awesome to sign. So, yeah. It, it's just a tough pick to choose one. Yeah. I'm a big fan of uh, Brian Cage, too. So, yeah. Yeah. Next uh, comment. Yeah, from Jasmine. Hey guys, I hope all is well. Thanks for another kick-ass episode of your online listening experience. And thanks for reminding me to comment this week. Brandon, your Sting costume looks freaking awesome. So thank you, even though I disagree. But uh, I'd like to agree with what you guys have been saying about the Ascension debuting when they were still hot. I personally like them, but I do wish that they were uh, that they had pulled the trigger like you said, at the right time. Also, I'm hearing things about the great Kali and how he has been moved to the alumni section. I just want to hear your thoughts on that. Thanks again for being so great every week. Now, time for me to get back to work. LOL. At Reverse Enemsage. Um, For the Ascension, I, I think that they should have... There was one time where Paul Heyman was kind of teasing about his next client. Who was it going to be? He was at NXT scouting or something. And he said, the, he used the word them, uh, that or they are coming or something like that. And I, I think that they could have put the session with Paul Heyman last year. But currently, it's I think it's it's going to flop. What do you think? I think... I mean, I mean, yeah, you said it last week about yeah. how you think that if they come in kind of like the Shield, but I don't think they have the same uh, – I don't even think that they have the same uh, momentum or anything with them that the Shield had coming in yeah. indiv- as individuals. Um, exactly. As for – what's that? Exactly. Uh, as for Kali, uh, Kali it is official now. WWE has released a statement. The great – Yes. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Uh, the Great Kali has been released 
by the WWE. Not that, um, not that it's a, like a great thing or a good thing. I never cheer for somebody to be released. Yeah, but the guy could go now be a cop or whatever he wants to do, wherever he wants to be. Why, he wants to be from. a cop? He, he is a cop. What? Yeah, he's a cop in India. Wow. Yeah, he's on the police force. I think even currently he's still listed on the police force, but he's like uh, – he has time off or something for wrestling. I don't really know the details of it, but – Wow. Yeah, good riddance. Um, I'm very thankful for it. <laughs> it's like, day. yes, yes, now we'll get somebody good on television. They give us just more John Cena, Randy Orton. <laughs> yeah. Like um, son of a bitch. I'm going to add to this that, unfortunately, uh, Brad Maddox has been moved to the alumni page as we speak right now as well. Uh, no updated news on that one. Hopefully, they didn't release him because – but uh, I was just telling Brandon last week that I was watching the Joey uh, – the Candace and Joey show, which I highly suggest that all of you watch the Candace and Joey show if you are fans of uh, independent pro wrestling. It gives you um, – it really breaks kayfabe. And it gives you a look behind the scenes and all the wrestlers interacting with each other, getting advice from each other, just having fun, being themselves. And it's very fun to watch. Um, but Brad Maddox was on it because he was at a PWG show. And I told Brandon, I'm like, honestly, I kind of hope he gets released because he looks like he fits in at PWG. Like that is like I feel like Brad Maddox is a PWG guy. He fits in with those kinds of wrestlers, the indie crowd, which is not an insult. It's just that's his kind of people. Yeah, now he'll actually get to wrestle if, he'll, exactly. if he is released. Yeah, those are the people that are going to use Brad Maddox to the full extent. From it's, his, It's just one of the weirdest things. Sorry to cut you off there. No, you're good. But the thing that – the fact that they posted the whole cave thing on WWE.com and everything was just so weird that if that went nowhere – why posted in the first place? Yeah, and it, but it did end up getting a lot of talk. So that's why I'm surprised that they didn't pull a trigger or anything after it even got so much talk from the fans uh, and everything. Let's uh, let's stop let's stop throwing around. And pull the trigger. Wait a minute. We say way too much on the show. <laughs> oh, pull the trigger. Yeah. All right. No, we're saying pull the trigger then. Well, I can't make any promises. All right. Well, pull the trigger on the next segment. Yeah. What is the next segment? I guess SmackDown. <laughs> um, yeah? Yes, let's do some SmackDown, David. All righty then. Let's We're... kick it off with the middles. You going to go see Dumb and Dumber 2, by the way? No, you're uh, not. No. no. Not. I want to see uh, Foxcatcher, though. What the? F I, I heard of it. What is it? Um, Foxcatcher, it's the movie based on... It's an amateur wrestling style. Oh, wrestling right, movie. right, 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 right. With... Um, uh, it's based on the Schultz brothers, Mark and David Schultz. Yeah, with Olympic Mark Ruffalo, champion. Mark Ruffalo, and Channing Tatum. Yeah, Channing Tatum. And then uh, their their coach, well, not coach, but this multi million uh, millionaire who kind of sponsors their training facility, yeah. which is played by Steve Carell, and it's just it's a true story. And it's just crazy. Yeah, but um, the that, middles, that I'm looking forward to uh, the middles. Our uh, truth defeated Adam Rose. The bunny was emulating R-Truth the whole time and caused a distraction, which I thought this was such a sham of a match. It was like... What do you mean? Like, it, to me, it wasn't even a match that should have been a match. Just like... I, I thought it was fine because it, 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 it promotes Adam Rose versus the bunny. That's what the only thing 
the, the better part of that was that Adam Rose attacked the bunny afterwards. Yeah, I mean, there was nothing that. I what did the you match, expect from our truth and? I don't know. I just Rose. thought it was it was too fast of a match that meant nothing other than. It did. It did I the mean, point the though. Yeah. yeah, it did. But I mean, it wasn't supposed to do anything for our truth. Our no, our truth was just a throw in because of his comments that he made. Right, which I thought was. I don't know. I, I mean, I get, it, it I get why be, WWE did it, but I don't. Yeah. I, I don't get it at the same. Like time. it wasn't like the our truth thing was going to be built into a storyline. Yeah. It was just a one-time deal to set up a match. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I'm very happy about this though because you start you're starting to see like sign of Adam Rose that's very Leo Krugerish, like just no, but by his mannerisms in the ring, like how after he did it, he kind of like. Well, how he still angry does. He, got. he still does like the comedic stuff. Yeah, but not as much now. I mean, we'll talk more about it during Raw, though. But I definitely liked where this is going. Yeah, uh, up, in the middle, next, we too, had, had the Peep, Peep show. show. Yeah, Dean Ambrose uh, came out. Yeah. Did, did you watch this or no? No. Yes, you did. <laughs> Dean no. Ambrose came out and they spoke about I... Bray Wyatt, and then Bray came out and spoke about Ambrose's father leaving. Which I guess is the secret that you had said the other week. Ah, it's all coming something. together. Which, but this is slowly reminding me of Jericho versus Punk, and I didn't like that feud completely. I like that feud. Like there were parts of it that were great, and there were parts of it that really just didn't live up to expectations. Yeah. So um, this is slowly reminding me of that. All right. Uh, Summer Rae defeated Natalia. The match, I, I, the match was a bit sloppy. I thought it was okay though. I really was a big fan of that spinning heel kick that Summer did. Even though I don't, really, I don't really know if it connected. I, I thought that's, it that's was her, sick. that's her finisher, isn't it? Uh, I don't think so, because she didn't win after. Well, it. Well, yeah, I think it's just like a signature of hers or something. Or a signature, but but uh, Tyson Kidd was out there on commentary talking about how good he is, and there's no denying that. No, and Tyson actually caused the distraction for Natalia when she went to uh, she went to lock in the sharpshooter, and he went and support to support her, and she turned and saw him, and she got she got rolled up there. She deserves to lose on that fall. I mean, why why are you going to get distracted from that? Come on, I don't know why wouldn't you? Her back is to to Tyson, and Tyson goes, "Hey, yeah, let's go win." Yeah, thanks, buddy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't understand why she got so distracted. I thought it was because she looked away. She turned away and saw Tyson out there, and she got rolled up. And that was one, two, three. Yeah, but I didn't understand why Natalia was so distracted by Tyson Kidd, considering was, that she was ready to lock in the sharpshooter and everything, just finish her off. Know. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, it's wrestling, but you had uh, not going to read into it. In the goods, you had Goldust and Stardust defeating the Usos to retain the tag team championships. This match was contested in a cage match. Ooh, I like it. I like the fact that they had the cage match for the titles on SmackDown. It was a very good match, too. Yeah. I was it, very happy with it. It helps put meaning to Goldust and Stardust title run. Yeah. Um, and think, you also. I think some of the moves setups here were like. I think some of them took too long to do. Like when Stardust went to hit the crossroads. Yeah. I think there was... And when one of the Usos did like... One of the Usos had one of them in the corner and he did like that baseball slide to the other corner. Yeah, yeah. To do the up to hit him. I think I that him. took too long, but... I hear you. 
Uh, you also had Ryback defeating Cesaro. Yeah, before um, the match, Kane was talking about Orton and Survivor Series, and Cesaro came out and said that he can beat Cena, which uh, Kane was like, well, you could go ahead and face the person that we really did want on our team, that being Ryback. So that was set up. Yeah, no, it was a good match, though. I love that shell shock out of the, oh, like, kind of off that suplex. Yeah. Um, very good, though. And, and when you thought Cesaro had the win here, Ryback kicked out. I thought it was great back and forth between the two. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, in the main event, you had uh, Ziggler defeating Kane in a steel cage match, which was... I thought this steel cage match was unbelievable. I definitely think this was better of the two cage matches. Like, how how good did you think this steel cage match was? It was... Like, this match is in total. It was. And I think that there's... I mean, there's no denying that Ziggler is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time right now. Dare I say this could be a match of the year candidate? Oh, Dare really? I dare I say it? Really? I don't know. I was a big fan of this match, especially that ending where Ziggler was like hanging on the door. That had to hurt. Uh, I well, like, I know when yeah. I lean over something, it hurts. <laughs> like how do you? <laughs> how are you on a cage? Like yes, granted, your feet may be in the thing, but leaning over that door that has to hurt. I thought this match was really good, really uh, kept you on your feet yeah, throughout the well entire done. time. Well done on Kane's behalf. Well done on Ziggler's behalf. I mean, what, what would you say about that idea? I'd have to rewatch it in order Leave for it in me the back to say, of the head. for me to say match of the year I, candidate, I'd have to rewatch it, but it was definitely a really good match. Yeah. And uh, just worth noting, I guess, before the match that uh, Luke Harper promo aired to kind of play mind games with Ziggler. Yeah. Um, next up, we have Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Let's hit off with the no no beds. Let's go with the middles. Uh, opening promo. Yes, right? John Cena opened up Monday Night Raw, and he spoke about the Survivor Series team and how the authority is preventing him from getting any team members other than Dolph Ziggler, basically. Uh, he mentioned Zack Ryder, which I thought was cool. Uh, he mentioned uh, tons of other things that the authorities just absolutely doing everything in their in their path. To... Unfortunate what he mentioned about Zack Ryder, though. Yes, Zack Ryder is in fact injured and will be out for some time. Yeah, uh, surgery him. is questionable. I think, did Cena say that he is getting surgery? or That's what Cena said. Yeah, unsure, but hopefully everything is all right, and we wish him a speedy recovery with everything. Yeah, but uh, after that, Ryback made his way down to the ring, and then the Authority and Mark Henry came out, and it ended up with Ryback attacking John Cena, which I hated throughout the night that they kept saying Ryback was on Team Authority. Because he never once said yes. I'm okay with that because that keeps like... No, no. I just hate the fact that it makes... It, to me, it calls me stupid. That's what I see. I see WWE be like, yeah, fuck these fans. We're gonna but I don't, I don't to mean believe. to like, like... But you're a lot brighter when it comes to pro wrestling than a lot of, fan, a that, lot of fans. But that's what I don't like. I don't like WWE trying to pull one over like that. 
I'm good with it. I think it's good. I good just television. Was, I thought it was so stupid. Something that something else that was good television was good Paige, television. I thought so. Page over Fox. What are you doing? I that don't know. The goods. What? That was. Oh, dang goods. it! You're right. My bad. Speaking of things that David should be danging it for, Rusev defeating Sheamus to retain the U.S. Championship. Before the match, you had Rusev celebrating his U.S. Championship win, uh, which was overseas and I thought was stupid. I don't know who booked that. Yeah, they that made no sense because like, why they're, insulting, they're insulting America and people are cheering. But they insulted – they weren't cheering for that. Yeah, they were. Uh, I, but don't, they, I don't they, remember that. But yeah, they, 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 were were insult, they were insulting uh, England as well. So Yeah, but they only – Went into that after mentioning you like the yeah. talking about USA. I'm like, I just thought I'm, that was so stupid. Why would there was anyone, no point? Why would anyone in England care about the U.S. Championship, especially yeah, why, being on Rusev? Nobody. Why? Why do you expect them to react the same way as an American crowd if you're as you're insulting America? And how many celebrations does this guy need? I don't know. How many times um, does Rusev have a thing like a segment that like WWE yeah. just sticks in there to get him over? And I just I don't get it. And whatever happened to that soldier? Nothing ever came of that. Yeah, that Rusev kicked in the face, rightfully so, for getting into the ring. <laughs> um, this match was, I thought it was a fine match. Um, nothing really too bad with the match. I got very bored. Mind. I got very bored with this. And the fans, well, I think, seemed to agree with that. Yeah, the one thing that I did not like was the end. Oh, they, they were also booing Sheamus and cheering Rusev. Really? Yeah. I did not hear that. I, or at least I'm pretty positive that's what I heard. But but I definitely heard the booing of Sheamus. Joey Mercury and Jamie Noble ran down. Is that what you were hating on? What I hated was the fact the referee... Well, I mean, to, let's talk about the end of the match. So Sheamus is on the outside there. He's beating up Rusev. Rolls Rusev into the ring. And then uh, Jamie Noble, I think, or Mercury jumps on Sheamus's back. Uh, causing the distraction, he turns around to deal with them. Referee counts out Sheamus. The thing I don't like is that when Sheamus rolled Rusev into the ring, the referee just hit eight seconds, and then uh, he he was the referee was talking to Rusev and everything, and then they turned. Uh, Sheamus went to go battle the authority, and then when Sheamus tries to go back into the ring, like five seconds later, the referee counts to ten. The referee never yelled out the nine count, so he just completely skipped the nine count. I he just went think from eight count to ten count. I think it's dumb because, like, all of a sudden you see Sheamus is by the ring, and then it cuts away and he's away from the ring. You would think there was something like that the referee would connect in his head, like, oh, something happened here. But even still, I thought the referee was in bad position with it, like. I thought it was just a poor ending to it. It's smart, but it shouldn't have started at the eight-second count, at the eight seconds left. Well, the eight count, I'm sorry. I, I don't think there was any reason to devote about 25 minutes to this whole segment. Yeah. If anything, you could have had one of the authority members uh, go underneath the ring or just lay on the ground and grab Sheamus's foot at the nine count and not have the referee see it. I would have been okay with that. Like, yeah. But the way that they did it was just stupid. Up next, um, we had Dolph Ziggler defeating Mark Henry via disqualification. Yeah, Mark Henry got sent over the barricade and then grabbed a steel chair to go to town on Ziggler with. Well, plain and simple, let me just say this match sucked. Which yeah. Very surprised. I mean, Ziggler was 
I mean, Ziggler in this match. Yeah, he was helpless. But uh, the, and then though it sucks even more, his Big Show came out and yeah. I say that he was a member of Team Cena. Yeah, he grabbed this during after the match. After he already got DQ'd, Mark Henry grabbed the steel steps and went to slam Ziggler on it. But Big Show walked down. I should say not. Yeah, um, join Team Cena. That's just it's not it's not necessary. Big Show and Mark Henry they could yeah. they, they don't need to be on television anymore. Um, talking about sucking. This Which no match, no offense no offense to either one because yeah. I'm a fan of both of them. It's just time. Highly respected wrestlers. Yeah. Um, the next match to me sucked so much hardcore cock. I was not a fan of this match at all. I thought it was the shits. Wow. Seriously. I didn't think it was so bad. I just thought... Oh, I thought it was the drizzling shits. I thought that... Why the hell does Brie Bella not want to fight AJ? Why the hell is AJ... Like, why is she legit being like, No, I don't want to kick her. I don't want to slam her. I don't want to do that to AJ. Because... Because she's both... They're both faces. Yeah, but... And Nikki's, not, making, it, her, Nikki's making her do it. I was not a fan of that. And why is AJ getting her ass beat after well, uh, being the Divas champion and everything? Like, why is she getting schooled by Brie Bella? I didn't like that at all. The only thing about this entire match that wait, made... Wait, before you say that, though, what do you mean getting schooled? Like, she didn't hit any offense. But she ended up winning. Yeah, but and only I, I, after... I, I, I'm going to... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, it was pretty much off uh, her altercations with Nikki. Right. I, I I'm, mean, I'm no longer going to say that AJ is terrible because I'm not, because we already know that she is. Yeah. And instead, I, I'm going to say that Brie Bella is good. I, no, no, I'm not saying that. That's the thing that I, she, Brie Bella is good. Right. But the thing is, this match was just awful. Yeah. The thing, like, Brie Bella is a good wrestler. I mean, we've seen her in good matches. AJ. It depends on who you're talking to. Well, if you're um, talking to you, yeah. If you're talking to me, I could. I'll say it depends on the match. If you're talking to Brandon, it's a no. I just don't understand why you're gonna. I remember one of the moves happened, and she lands on her back with her feet up. That doesn't make sense. The one thing Every about this match, move. the reason the, why this is in the middles, even you could say. Yeah, the one, the really because it was so good. That it brought, in my opinion, it was so good that it brought it from the drizzling shits up to the middle was Nikki Bella. Nikki Bella, would, she came out looking so strong. Yeah, as, soon, so as, as, soon, as, as soon as Brie tapped. Yeah, he was in right the- after it. She just gave her that big that kick to the head and then proceeded to hit her with the, um, was it? The, the rack attack. Yeah, the rack attack. And then she was just... I thought that she looked dominant, which is perfect. And it looked so well that it brought it up so much. Yeah. Um, that was all of our middles. Let's move on to the goods. Yeah. Seth Rollins defeated Jack Swagger. Um, and then he, uh, following the curb stomp, doctor was checking on Jack Swagger. The authority, for some reason, distracted the doctor, pulled him away. And then Seth Rollins hit Swagger again with another curb stomp, laying him out. I thought this match was a bit sloppy. Yeah. But uh, I guess it, they took that that curb stomp, took Swagger out of the Survivor Series match. Yeah. I don't know why, but... I'm okay with it. Yeah, I'm fine. I mean, let's... I'm, I'm okay with it. I don't think Swagger should be in that match. 
he should be in your normal Survivor Series match, not like the main event one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah. What else do you want to say about that? That's pretty no, much that's it. it. Yeah. Page. Uh, Page uh-huh. defeated Alicia Fox. Uh, it was good to hear the crowd behind Paige here, even though she was so over. I mean, it's because she's from there. Yeah, I did not like JBL's comment though. He he was ref- he like said like it's great to hear some people appreciate Paige. Or he said something like uh, he made a comment how it's good to see her getting how this pale wrestler is getting cheered or something like like kind of like inferring as if. She doesn't get cheered in the W in uh, America. Well, or, she's or a cousin. she's a heel now. Yeah, but she still gets a good reaction. And then by calling, I don't like the fact that he pointed out that she was so pale and stuff. Well, what's the, what's pointing, the point of well, what's pointing the point? that out? Pointing that out that she's pale. I would love to know what the fuck was Alicia Fox wearing? Why was there brown stuff rubbing off all over Paige? Like, know. what kind of makeup does she need? What Like, is that tanner? Uh, I don't get it. It could what be tanner of, or bronzer. What does she need that for? Just to, for uh, that, That's shine. not racist, is that? That's not no, racist. No, it could be for shine on television. Or, that's the weirdest thing. It just what makes Paige look weird. I mean, it could. But even still, I just don't understand why Why do you have to mention the color of her skin? Even though it's just, it's just mentioning that she's pale. But just like you would say someone's tan. But what's the point of mentioning a physical uh, characteristic about this person in, when you're talking about them? I don't know. I, don't yeah, I, I, I didn't understand it. I thought it was kind of like, why are you saying that? Um, you also had Miz. Miz Dow. First Ed- of all, sorry, before, before you finish this, fuck you to WWE for posting every single match, posting pictures of every single match before these actually aired. Yeah, can we please get like behind some sort of a trend where you don't spoil shit? It's such bullshit. Like I did not need to know that Miz Swaggle was going to be teaming or being out there with Damian Miz down in the Miz before it actually happened. I like to be surprised with them some things. And this was an awesome surprise, and it was too. It was too great of a segment. Yeah. So, like you were saying, Miz down and the Miz teamed up. Yeah, Swaggle's with- there as what I'm calling Miz Dow or Miz Swaggle. I mean. Yep, I, I wrote down Ms. Woggle yeah, in, my, they, in my book. And they defeated Los Matadores. Yeah, I thought it was great, especially their entrance coming down, how they're all like pointing <laughs> out to the crowd and everything at the same moment. Yeah. Um, it was just so – it's such a well-timed um, all th- uh, interactions with each other. And like like we say, Hornswoggle fits in almost everywhere. It's crazy. It really does. My favorite moment of this match is – uh, this crowd was so loud for Miz Dow to get the, ta- the get the tag. Miz finally tags in Miz Dow. Miz uh, Miz Dow gets in there. He's ready to go off the rope. The crowd's loud as hell. He goes to take the rope. Miz uh, blind tags back into the ring. Huge heat. Yeah. And Miz and Miz Dow just like, oh, I'm out. As if like, yeah, yeah he's as if, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was just such a big fan of this, and I thought that it was just like such a small part that not many people will appreciate. But it got Miz so much heat, yeah. and it got Mizzed out so much, even more over. Yeah. Um, and the alterca- yeah, and the altercations with Miz Waggle and Torito were were good. Um, it was a, I thought it was a good match. Yeah, the match ended when Miz Dow held one of the Matadores' uh, feet to help yeah. Miz get the leverage to win. Yeah. Um, 
And then you also in the goods, you had Kofi Kingston's promo. Yeah, uh, almost identical. Day. Yeah, almost identical to Xavier Woods with the, the choir and everything looking fresh. So, so I, what kind of a gimmick are we expecting from this? I have no idea. Right now it only comes off as like the cat from WWE when he was in WWE. Well, like what like aren't they still teaming on like main event and superstars and stuff? That I don't know. But like I, I assume like, I assume this week on Raw we'll see some sort of Biggie Langston promo. Yeah. Or or on SmackDown. Something. Yeah. Um so I mean hopefully but, honestly out of this entire group, Kofi Kingston uh, they have to turn him heel. This isn't going to be a heel. Like, well, we Kofi don't know. Kingston, we don't know if this is a heel or face faction yet. But I just don't see it being the proper heel for Kingston. You know what I mean? Well, like, I just, I don't see... You have to let it play out. I mean, I'm going to let it play out, but I just don't see it. And it's so funny that this happened because we were just saying how it's like, oh, it sucks, I wish they pulled the trigger with that. See, there we go again. Or then uh, I go again. <laughs> yeah, we were saying that we wish that they did something with Kofi, Xavier Woods, and Langston. And because they they aired that Woods promo, and now this week they aired the Kofi yeah. promo. And I was like, as soon as that happened, I was like, what the fuck? That's awesome. Like, that might have been my mark out moment of the week. Really? I Like, just for the fact, because you weren't, I wasn't expecting Kofi to be in any of those vignettes. No, uh, yeah, I didn't care. To be honest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I really I didn't. Care. No, I didn't care. <laughs> um, Tyson Kidd defeated Adam Rose. On Raw. On Raw. Yes, because we're talking about Raw. Uh, <laughs> well, I just um, got to make sure people realize that we're talking about Tyson Kidd winning again on Raw. And Adam yeah. Rose wrestling again. Um, during the match, Eric Rowan walked out to the ringside. Yeah. Uh, looked at the bunny. Looked at the... The, uh, what is it? The... Commentators? Uh, no. Rosebuds? What is it? Yeah, Rosebuds. the Rosebuds. The Rosebuds. Um, and he was looking for someone. He's just like, she's not here. And then walked away. Are we thinking that maybe Rowan's looking for Renee Young? That's... But that doesn't... Like, to that's what I thought, but that doesn't completely make sense for the fact that... Why would she be out there? Yeah, exactly. But then... But Natalia was noticeably not at... That's also... That's also... What another thing that I thought, but it's still that just doesn't make sense either. But dude, if we're gonna see Tyson Kidd versus Eric Rowan, uh, bring it on. I'm good with it. Um, but that's like that's just so weird. But the, the right. bunny, yeah. the bunny went to hit a splash. Adam Rose made him get down, which caused a distraction, and Kid locked in the sharpshooter. And after the match, Adam Rose attacked the bunny again. Yeah, nailed him with a really stiff kick to the uh, stomach, to the yeah. gut. And the bunny, I believe, went to go join him back afterwards, and he's like, no, stay. Yeah, he was just giving him that death stare. Um, I'm liking this new Adam Rose, and I'm hoping that, you know, maybe the Rosebuds will uh, fear him. Yeah, Even kinda... though they, they they all came across as, like, so stupid. What so do you mean? fucking stupid, because... Like they just attack, he just attacks the bunny, whatever, and they're just like, eh, whoa, oh, oh, whoa, and just well, went back to their shtick. Which is contradicting what they did on the backstage fallout. Um, on the backstage fallout, Adam, did, I'm, I'm, I'm unsure if you saw it, but I definitely didn't see the backstage fallout. Okay. Adam Rose, he was being interviewed and everything, and he was talking, and the, the Rosebuds were like pretty, uh, I don't know, they were not themselves. And then he was just like, because it's party time, 
And then he looks at the rosebuds and they don't say anything. And he's just like, it's party time. Yeah. And so. they're just like, all the time. And then they start to do the, oh, oh, pretty much he's forcing them to do the, oh, 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 like kind of feeding them lines. And then they move off and then they see the bunny like kind of following be far behind them, uh, uh, jumping around and in a lot of pain. Yeah. So, uh, in the main event, okay, you have, sorry. Um, you have John Cena taking on Ryback ended in a disqualification with John Cena picking up the victory. Mm, what are you doing? Yes. What yes. Are you yes. Me? Is that your sorry. impression of something? No, I just did highlight John, John Cena. Yeah, so the match came to an end when Kane attacked John Cena. Uh, but the match itself, man. I'm going to go ahead and clap it up for them. Yo, that STF to a shell shock would have been pretty cool. The fact that Ryback was in the STF, and then he got Cena up for a shell shock out of that. I thought that it's, was it's just so awesome that... You see Ryback, he's coming back from that injury and just he's so on fire. So hopefully it this continues and I like obviously I want him to not obviously, but um and not that I want to see him be the actual main standout of that you Survivor series succeed. match. Yeah, exactly. You want that, to see him succeed. There's little bits and pieces of that Survivor Series match that are things that I care more about than the full match itself. Like I don't give a shit about the the stipulation. Yeah. I care about Ryback being on the team. Yeah. Who's going to come out? Who's coming out strong in this match? And um, something else I'll say that I want to care about is, well, let's talk about. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm very happy that Ryback, um, after the match, John Cena was getting beat up. Well, and then they had everybody coming out. You had like it was pretty pretty much every person part of the Survivor Series teams. Well, even before that, when the match when Kane attacked Cena, Ryback pushed Kane away. Yeah, and was like, I said I had it, and Seth Rollins tried to stop him, and then Ryback attacked Rollins and Kane, or uh, yeah, just Rollins. Yeah, just Rollins, and then Kane hit Ryback. Yeah, with the big boot. That's when Mark Henry and the Stooges and Rusev got in. They attacked Cena. Big, big Show got involved. Well. Big Show came out trying to help Sheamus, out and got taken out. Sheamus ran down first. Yeah, we'll skip him though. Yeah, Sheamus who, who'd he ever be? went after the authority. They got the better of him. Big Show walked down again, fucking walking <laughs> down. And he got attacked. And then Ryback came in and attacked the authority and walked off, which then cut backstage to Triple H and Stephanie McMahon watching there. And Ziggler gets thrown into the office. And Stephanie McMahon poorly reacts. Yeah. And he gets thrown in by Luke Harper. He goes, who uh, he says to Triple H and Stephanie he's, that he's a team player. So I'm assuming that's a third Survivor Series uh, team. Yeah, I'm very happy that Harper is being used in this manner as well. Uh, I being think, that we were just talking about Ryback being used in such a dude, great manner. My joke is just floating around out there now that <laughs> I didn't get to complete it. Wait, you, you, you had a joke in there? Yeah, I said, which... Luke Harper, I guess, is going to be on the third Survivor Series team in the okay. match. That being uh, led by Teddy Long. Because uh, he said he's a team player. Uh, I don't know yeah. anyone who says player other than Teddy Long. So, Yeah. Um, Let's just rewind that. Yeah. And it was Luke Harper. 
who threw Dolph Ziggler in there. So And Stephen McMahon with some poorly acting. Yeah. And Luke Harper said he's a team player. So looks like he's gonna want on team authority. Wait, I thought you were gonna say your joke again. No, why would I say it didn't work the first time? So I'm not. Yeah, gonna but this time I was gonna laugh at it. Okay. You. And we saw really. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Pull yourself together. All right, ready, go. And we it cuts back to Triple H and Stephanie McMahon watching it, and Dolph Ziggler gets thrown into the office. By it's Luke Harper. Re- it's some really poor acting by Stephanie McMahon. Yeah. By Luke Harper, who then says... <laughs> who then says he's a team player. So I guess he'll be on the third team, led by Teddy Long. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You got your ass with your joke. <laughs> I don't know anyone else who says player. <laughs> Oh, Brandon, you're so funny. <laughs> uh. what, 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 were we, what was he even laughing at? Like, that's oh, not okay. even funny. That All was right. me fast-forwarding, by the way, in case you didn't get that. But, uh... <laughs> let's, right. let's take a break, or what do you want to do? You got outside um, WWE news? We could talk... I'll, I'll mention it. Uh, you want to mention NXT? Anything good with NXT? Fergal Devitt and uh, Itami teamed up to take on Gabriel and Kid, which in an amazing match. Yeah, I just one note aside from the fact that the match is great. Uh, Prince Devitt's match, uh, Finn Balor entrance, mm-hmm. I think would look a lot cooler than if if he was painted up. And which is so weird to hear you say because for a while you didn't you really. You were anti him doing the body paint. Well, I just I don't know. And you didn't you didn't get it. I still don't get it, but I think his entrance right now just reminds me of like, holy shit, yo, we're gonna about to we're about to go play laser tag. Like, don't get shot. Yeah. That's what it looks like to me. But yeah, the painting I definitely and it will get over with the crowd. I think. But I feel, also feel like you should save the painting for something huge. Yeah, haven't haven't wait till his like debut on WWE. Yeah. I mean, I definitely... Am or not even the gonna... debut on WWE, just something like huge, like NXT TakeOver or something. Yeah. Um, but Kalisto, man, oh man, what a fucking... This dude is so awesome. So happy talented. birthday to him. Yes, happy birthday, Kalisto. Very happy for your success and everything. Like, yeah, we've seen him hit that move, the the, the, the step, step, step up, up yeah. But that, man, oh man. That he's is, good. He's just so good. I can't wait for him to become like Rey Mysterio of the actual WWE roster. Imagine him versus Ziggler. It's just, there's, like, I'm speechless talking about him. Him versus Harper, even. Like, all of these matches that you could put together with just Kalisto, it's just, you know it's going to be a really entertaining, good match. Like, Kalisto may be top five favorite like newer wrestlers. Yeah, he has an awesome future with the WWE. It's like the very first time when we saw him, I was just like, I was completely blown away. And I said to him, I was like, dude, you are one of the fucking best. Yeah. And he's so humbled with it too, like by yeah. the compliments. It's like, no, stop, stop. <laughs> I'm like, no, um, like seriously, like you're really good. 
Yeah, he's a he's a good person and he's really successful right now. So yeah. um also gonna bring it up. ECW exposed, I guess, debuted. Is this an ongoing thing or no? I think so. I'm not too positive. Like I don't it know was, if it's the one thing. One it was a very though. I hope it is an ongoing thing because I do like hearing these uh I guess stories about ECW. And they went into talking about how Taz hated Sabu. And Paul Heyman trying to make the most money. And he even brought up about um, uh, taking money from Vince McMahon. How, and like kind of said how he didn't take money, he, but he took loans from the WWE. So it was very interesting. Which probably uh, never got paid back. The, um, did you know Brian Pillman? Like kind of crazy. Brian Pillman wrestled when he was in ECW. He was under WCW contract. I think and, I knew that. And then when he was in WWE... He was under ECW contract? Yeah. How crazy... No, no, no. When, and then, what was it? When he was in ECW, once his WCW contract expired, he was in ECW under WWE contract at one point, too. Oh, yeah. To it's, kind of build him up because he uh, he had that leg injury. Yeah, it's crazy. That's like, not not almost identical. Not at all identical, really, but with Taz... When Taz, with the whole thing with Mike Austin, when Mike Austin went to WCW and... Yeah, it's just one was, of those he moments was, I think, that's just wild. I think Mike Austin was under ECW contract and signed with WCW. It's like one of those things that's not really known, I think. I don't think he was under... I think he was... I don't think he was under contract anymore. But then it's like... Then Taz, who was under contract with WWF at the time, went back to ECW, won the yeah. championship from... Who did drop it, it to? Was, it was... I know. No... Who Taz drop it to? I don't know. I guess it would have been Rhino, right? I think Maybe. Rhino. But it was Taz who was contracted under WWF and Mike Awesome who was contracted under WCW <laughs> who faced off for the ECW championship on ECW. You'll never see that again. Obviously, there's no WCW or <laughs> ECW. But then it was uh, cool that Taz was able to go there and then Taz fought Triple H, man. I, I still think that match where Triple H... Versus Taz for the WWF Championship, Taz should have went over. He was so over in that match. Yeah. Um, overall, it was a cool episode, cool uh, discussion and everything. Interesting to hear about all of that stuff and the stuff with Stone Cold, Steve Austin, Pillman, everything. Um, Raw, what is it? Uh, Monday Night Raw Wars. Wait, what was it? Monday Night, Monday Night Wars. Wars. Yeah. Uh, featured The Rock in his story. That was very cool to be watching. Um, yeah, what else is there? Uh, just, I mean, WWE-wise, just uh, Alberto Del Rio and WWE came to a settlement. I, we don't know what the settlement was or is. It's probably the same thing that we heard before, that he can't work in the United States for a year or so. Yeah. I mean, I... I, I saw he's going overseas to England, I believe. Yeah, I think he's going to be wrestling for, like, ICW, I think. Yeah. Uh, one of the promotions over there. But that's it for now. We could uh, definitely take a break right then and there. And we'll be right back here. Here. On. On. Marking, Marking Out. This is Montreal Broski, and this is your Montreal weather update. Currently, it's a chilly one degree Celsius. I don't know what that is in Fahrenheit. It feels like minus three. The wind is blowing out of a westerly direction at 17 kilometers per hour. Again, I don't know what that is in miles. 
Uh, the sunrise was at 6.51 a.m. The sunset will be at 4.24 p.m. The humidity is at an unpleasant 62%. Uh, the pressure in the air is at 101.5 kilopascals. Visibility is 16 kilometers, and the ceiling is unlimited. Now back to Brandon and Dave in the Marking Out studio. Thank you very much, Eric, from Montreal, Canada, for that weather update. In other news today... Jim Ross will be officially announcing for the American pay-per-view broadcast of uh, Global Force Wrestling's presentation of New Japan Pro Wrestling's Wrestle Kingdom 9, live from Tokyo, Japan, in the Tokyo Dome. That'll take in, place in January. In addition to this... What is that? The Red Dragon, <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish defeated the Time Splitters for the IWGP Tag Team Championships. So congratulations to the Red Dragons. Now let's go back to America. <laughs> and we are back. Okay, so we have a few results for you. CZW Night of Infamy took place. You had so many good matches. Papa Don and Pepper Parks with Cherry Bomb defeated the Beaver Boys. Unfortunately, new T-shirt by the way on Pro Wrestling Tees. Pick it up. Yeah, and you can also go buy Papadons too. Yeah, yeah, and Pepper Parks. Pretty much everyone go buy it. Um, Beaver sure. Boys, though, I think they may be in trouble. Team Tremendous, Bill Carr, and Dan Barry finally got their hands on uh, on Alex Reynolds and Johnny Silver. Yeah, um, so they've been chasing the beaver for the longest time, and now they got their hands on some beavers. Yeah, I mean, it's all thanks to Dick Justice, though. Super cop Dick Justice stepping in there to help yes. make the arrest. Team Tremendous got their hands on some beaver because of Dick. Yes. <laughs> Dick helping out to get the beaver. Um, so Because beavers do like Dick. Yes, um, and the the beavers really did pop that cherry, um, which no, she she okay, was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was right on the apron, and Johnny Silver knocked her right off, popping that cherry. So that was just crazy stuff. But once again, go watch their YouTube stuff. Amazing. It's a great little improv segment there. <laughs> Wired the, for the number one contendership for the Wired Championship, Wired TV Championship. Joe Gacy defeated Alex Cologne, Eric Corvus, Latin Dragon, Lucky 13, and Preacher James. So now you're going to have Joe Gacy taking on Shane Strickland, who retained his championship against Devin Moore in a, in a Panes of Glass match. Um, I mean, I kind of don't even want to see the um, clips of this match because I hate seeing people go through stuff like that. It's just too brutal. Um, you also had Mr. Sozio retain his championship, the CZW World Championship against Black G's. So all of this is setting up for CZW Cage of Death 16. That's right, 16. Yeah, because you got the X, the V, and the I. So 16. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, what do you count up the uh, Roman? Yeah, I had to, I had to uh, look at it again. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to be taking place in Voorhees, New Jersey. As of now, it's going to be – well, as of now, the card is Cage of Death with the CZW Heavyweight Championship on the line. Sozio versus Black G's versus Drew Gulak versus Biff Busick, the former champion. 
You also have Shane Strickland defending his CCW Wire Championship against Chainsaw Joe Gacy. You also have an ultra-violent food fight. Greg Excellent and a tag team partner to be named versus Matt Tremont and a tag team partner to be named. You know what just hit me? What up? This, they wrestle at the Flyers Skate Zone, right? Yep. That just like clicked in my head that that's where the Philadelphia Flyers I think isn't that's I guess that's named after them. That's their training facility. Huh? Yeah. I don't know. That that yeah, that's their training facility. How in, crazy is that? It just clicked. In New Jersey? Yeah. I guess it's close enough maybe to Philly that. You sure? Yeah, it says right here now that I'm reading. It says Voorhees is the home of the Skate Zone, a training facility for the Philadelphia Flyers of the NHL. Oh, well, there you go. Current and former players of either team often become residents of Voorhees. Oh, well, there you go. It's also, um, on that day, they're also doing a Toys for Tots uh, to support that. So there's more information, everything. you can, uh, So it's going to be a toy drive and everything. So you can check out czwrestling.com. You also had WSU Breaking Barriers 2 taking place in Voorhees, uh, Voorhees New Jersey, alongside that CZW event. Naya Barella defended successfully her spirit championship against Tessa Blanchard. And Lufisto retained her WSU World Championship against Jenny Rose. When, um, when is the cage cage match? December 13th. Oh. December 13th. Yeah, it's only a 30-minute drive from Philly. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Uh, in addition to those results, Basically we right also, over the Delaware. There you go. We also had NYWC Firestorm taking place in Quorum, New York. Flawless Blake, all champions retained. Flawless Blake Morris retained his heavyweight championship championship against Braden Knight with the thanks, I guess, of uh, JT Kaysen, which is kind of More interesting. More unfortunateness of. Yeah, this is the second time that JT Kaysen has cost Braden Knight a match. I Are we going to see the end of Reckless and Wasted? I, I mean, they've been pretty much, dare I say, a mainstay with NYWC for a long time, reckless and wasted. Uh, it would suck to see them break up, but, yeah. you know, all good things got to come to an end. Uh, Rex Law is successful in defending his Fusion Championship against Grim Reefer and so many more matches that took place, awesome matches. Uh, you can check out their upcoming event yeah, which, draw the line. Saturday, November 29th, 7 p.m. Bell time. Back at the MYWC Sportatorium, 435-13 Brook Avenue in Deer Park, New York. Front tickets, uh, front row tickets, 25 general admission. You heard that? You heard that, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to say GA, but I said general admission tickets, only 20 bucks. You're going to see matches like... Uh, what are you going to see? The Starlet Championship, Rick Cataldo versus Sammy Pickles. You got the championship on the line. Uh, Mike Mondo versus Whipwreck versus Flawless, the champion, Flawless Blake uh, Lawless. And uh, the big O. Yeah, you got the Fusion Championship, Rex, Rex Lawless versus Black G's. Tag Team Championships on the line. So, so many much, more. We'll yeah. discuss this more next. Yeah, when it gets closer. Um, but definitely, it's November 29th. Go visit nywcwrestling.com. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't mention it before, but for uh, CZW, czwrestling.com. Uh, respectively, both websites do have uh, streaming and, well, 
CCW has streaming, but they both have on-demand services that you can check out and watch uh, matches from the past because that's the only way that you watch it. Right. Um, I guess Lucha Underground-wise, we mentioned that already. Um, is that it? Well, we can make mention uh, a little bit. CM Punk is writing uh, for Marvel now. He's writing a comic, an issue of Thor, I think. Very interesting. I think Thor. I'm not positive, but that's uh, pretty cool. That's a cool. Uh, or should I say, in Thor, I seen. No, that was stupid. Wow, I might add a booing effect there. You may just have to bleep out. <laughs> but no, it's pretty cool. Like to transition from wrestling to writing a comic book, something that he's infatuated with. Yeah, it's always good to see pro wrestlers, I guess, living their dreams outside of the ring. Yeah. Um, PPW is going to be taking place. PP, uh, Pennsylvania Premier Wrestling, November 22nd. You want to check them out in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. You're going to be seeing PPW rolls in with um, – well, let's skip that. Where, where in Hazleton? Uh, let's see. The Holy Family Academy. I wonder if that's the sanctuary. Is it? I don't know. It seems like it's going to be uh, PPW versus WXW C4 roster. So you're going to be seeing Dylan Dean, Tommy Swade, Alpha Jr., South Philly's Finest, and a ton more. You'll be seeing Travis Dorian. Go check it out. Um, it's going to be November 22nd, 22nd, as I said, and it's Pennsylvania Premier Wrestling. Good stuff. Uh, just uh, going to throw this in there on November 23rd. That is, of course, next Sunday. Oh, we should, yeah. Yeah, mention. Well, well, November 23rd, I was going to say, at the Bell House in Brooklyn, New York, uh, 149 7th Street, Mick Foley is going to be doing stand-up over there, which will be filmed for the WWE Network. So you can check that out. Go to realmickfoley.com for more information there. Very cool. Might as well bring this up, too. A wrestling seminar with Jerry Lynn. Saturday, November 22nd at Create a Pro Wrestling School. It's be 2 p.m. at 95 Engineers Drive in Hicksville, New Jersey. Uh, it's only going to be $25. Go visit uh, go visit uh, Create a Pro Wrestling, their website. Go check them out on Twitter and get more information. If you're a pro wrestler and you're really uh, serious about this, check it out. Yeah, also taking place November 23rd at The Sanctuary. Uh, where is it? Hazleton, Pennsylvania, starting at 5 p.m. The event doors open at four. The event's only five bucks. We're gonna see so many matches. You got Atu, the Monster Atu, taking on Jason King. You got the Exer guys and Ben the Beast Ortiz taking on the Dynamos and the Dynamic Sensation. You got Damian Gibbs and Scumbag Nation taking on Anthony Bowens, Lucky Thirteen, and Matt McIntosh. Yeah. Um, and Saigon and Marcy and Sam taking on Kinkoa, uh, Too Hot Steve Scott, and then uh, Broadway. So yeah. it should be really good. Fa uh, Facebook.com slash Sanctuary PA. Yeah, definitely check this out. And how much is bucks. it? Only five bucks. What? Five dollars for this? Five dollars. Are you serious? Five dollars. Go check it out. That doesn't really fit for the nine ninety nine. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Five dollars. Five dollars. It just sounds like I'm... Five dollars? No. What? Of course not. Nothing. But they will be showing Survivor Series following this event. Oh, really? 
Yeah, starting at, uh, they're going to be having the pre-show and everything at 7.30. And then Survivor Series starting at 8 o'clock, they'll be airing it at the Sanctuary. So go check it out. Yeah, definitely. Um, also, let's bring it up now. PWI t- uh, Female 50. Because we had a lot of beef with this, correct? I wouldn't say beef, but man, um, oh man, when I first saw that list, I tweeted that. That was hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, Pro Wrestling Illustrated only proves once again how out of pro wrestling they truly are and how they're just out of the loop. They're a bunch of, I would assume, either hardcore marks or a bunch of 75-year-olds sitting around pushing a pencil that just don't get it. But let's go ahead. Number one, do we agree with number one being Paige? Uh, Yeah, I could agree with that. Just because she's on WWE? Yeah, but also with how how much um, momentum she did have coming in with her from NXT to WWE. I just I, I would Paige. love to know what the list is based on though, because like AJ is number two, which is fucking hilarious to me. Who gives who her gives wrestling the, skills? But because who gives these writers the mo- the bigger boner? I don't get it. Because they held she held the championship for that as long as she did. Yeah, I could see that. But God Almighty, the fact that fucking. Sorry well, let's let's there. let's let's before you go into that. Yeah, let's just say let's number three. Is, number these, three yeah. is Gail Kim. I'm fine with that. Number four, cheerleader Melissa, who was number one last year. Yeah. Uh, number five, Lefisto. Six, Angelina Love. That's really bustling, yeah. Number seven is Evelise Valise. Uh, eight, Courtney Rush. Nine is Natalia. Number Here you ten. Go. <laughs> Here I go. Number ten is Charlotte. What the fuck? Let me just read a few people that Charlotte is ahead of. Jessica Havoc, Soraya Knight, Bailey, Mia Yim, Kelly, uh, Kelly, uh, Kelly Skater. Jeez, that took a lot. Uh, Cherry Bomb, Sue Young, Kimberly, and a ton of these other like wrestlers. Portia Perez, Becky Lynch. But who was number 10 again? Charlotte, Charlotte fucking Flair, who what she do? She won the the NXT Women's Championship and had quote unquote one of the best divas matches of all time, all due to I'm giving it all 100% all because of Natalia. I it's, still don't think it was that great of a match. I thought it was decent. I don't think it was I think we've seen better matches out of divas. Yeah, but for the t- for even the title. Yeah, but I mean, we've we've seen better matches out of uh, NXT women wrestlers facing off currently. So, yeah, keep but, on going. Uh, seventeen. Let's fast forward to seventeen. Cameron. Excuse me. Cameron is before Naomi, and not just before Naomi. Cameron is at seventeen. Naomi is at is at thirty nine, which puts her ahead of. Bailey, Nikki Bella, Alicia Fox, Emma, uh, yeah. But 22 spots between the two. Yeah. Did they mean to put Naomi and then Cameron at, at 39? These are the people that mixed up the Young Bucks names and have mixed up many people's names in the past, like Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins mixing the two of them up. It's just so, so like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's so like, 
What is this list? The fact that Candice LeRae, after having such an amazing year with PWG being the tag team champion um, and be making her uh, being on TNA and doing so much, she's at 33. To even Taryn Terrell, yeah, she hasn't been on television, but I still feel like she's had better matches than Cameron. Yeah, well, I'm not. Feels like it. 100% yeah. had better. I mean, Veda Scott has been very prominent on the independent scene, especially with her work with Ring of Honor 42. Really? And it it's just... so weird. Why? How is Brie Bella also that far ahead of – not that far ahead. She's at 16 and Nikki's at 24. But, yeah, Nikki was out for a bit. But Nikki's up there as well. If yeah. you're going to – not up there, like she's – Basically the same thing oh, as Brie Bella. Holy shit. I'm reading the comments and I didn't even notice this and neither did you. Sasha Banks isn't even listed on the list. Yeah. Look at that. Like, really? I I don't I don't get where they are getting this from. It does look like every comment is bashing the fact that Cameron is so high. Everyone, no. I think AJ, AJ, everybody's saying AJ deserves to be the first. Yeah, if if Cameron's that high, shouldn't even Marie be like in the top five? Right? Uh, like she I had wins this year. <laughs> like what I, the I fuck just, did Cameron do? What did she do to get to seventeen? I'll tell you what she did. She's on a little. Uh, she's on a TV show on VH1. Yeah, but so is even Marie. <laughs> I don't get it. All right, here someone posted this, so I don't know how accurate this is, but it's a it's a win loss record. For the past year. Naomi, 57 wins, 14 losses. At number two on the list. Brie Bella, number one, 56 wins, 10 losses. Like, are you serious? Cameron, all the way down 13. 35 wins, 39 losses. Come on, dude. Really? It's... I just... I don't get it. I mean, Alicia Fox, 18 wins, 105 losses. I'd put her ahead of Cameron. I mean, at least her matches are watchable, depending on who you're asking. It's yeah. just, I don't even, how the fuck is Naomi? I don't understand. Velvet Sky probably took the biggest dip. Yeah, big time. I mean, even, uh, who else took a big dip? Uh... <laughs> What? <laughs> Who else took a big dip? I don't know. As if that's a normal sentence that people yeah. say. Who else took a big dip? Uh, yeah, Velvet Sky, Velvet Sky really bumped back there. Went from number 11 to number 40. But, it, I mean, it's, it's pro wrestling illustrated. Is it even serious? Can Does any pro wrestlers take this shit serious anymore? It goes, It's like one of those ongoing arguments that you could always uh, discuss with a pro wrestler whether or not this shit matters. I mean, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's just a freaking ranking to get your name out there. Oh, Layla, people... Layla's not on this list, is she? Oh, wow. Even no. though she was injured and had a few matches this year, but... Yeah, but even still, I mean, it, it, it's one of those things that, like, even the, the with the male wrestlers, where they're discussing uh, the best and everything, it just goes back and forth with how, I don't know, kayfabe all of this is, and how it's just... All their rankings, the way that they come about it is just stupid. Yeah, I just, I don't get it. I don't, I don't know. I guess we already know Daniel Bryan's number one on that list. Yeah, you know, I better be. 
I don't understand why you wouldn't be. I have a feeling that list is out. I'm not sure, though. Maybe. If it's out, we'll discuss it. Wait, hold on. Really? What? Summer Rae isn't on the list, is she? She might be, is she? I don't know. Is she on that list? I don't know. Let me go back to this, because I don't... I was just on the WWE page just to think of other female wrestlers that I'm not coming up with. She's not even listed. Summer Rae is not on the list either. How is Cameron doing a better job than freaking Summer Rae? Especially after Summer Rae. If you're going to, okay, fuck this. If you're going to say that Cameron is so high because of Total Divas, who, okay, yes, it's highly successful. How did, how did Tyson Kidd not make the list then? Right? No, I'm just kidding. But no, but how did Summer Rae not make the list after having such an altercation with Natalia? And they even focused so much on them, on that feud itself. In like the second second or third season, whatever it is, they focus so much on Natalia versus Summer Rae. And Summer Rae was pretty much a mainstay of that Total Divas with being the center of so much attention. Maybe with- they factored in also that the fact that Cameron has a song out and she has a shirt on WWE Shop and Naomi doesn't, nor does Summer Rae. That's, that's bullshit. Which I don't, I don't see them being like smart enough no offense but smart enough to even think that into the fact but that's just absolute bullshit yeah the list is just so confusing i i don't get it oh here you go here's the top 500 pwi uh for this year it's out uh yeah link me to it wait is it out i don't know they have released this year when is this from though this is from, watch, I'm going to be reading September 27th, 2014. All right, so it's kind of recent. <laughs> but how's that out? That can't be the full list then. Uh, yeah, this is the full 500. Number 500 isn't uh, that guy. It's a new guy. <laughs> it's not, the, what's his name? Son. Yeah, Zabisco. What uh, the fuck? I was just scrolling through this. Where is that? Where the fuck did I see that? What, what, what? Oh, man, where is this? Where is this? Hold on. Number 241. Mr. No Days Off, who has been off for this whole year. (laughs) Darren Young made the list. Hey, look at that. Brian Myers made the list at 247. Right Mm -hmm. underneath 248, Tony Nese. I how is Myers and Nice so like low on the list? Jushin Liger's at two forty four. I mean, this is insane. Who like, else is you just go scroll through if you look through this, PWI, Joey Ryan is at two sixty one. I don't get this at all. Enzo Amore at two sixty eight. Shane Strickland three forty. Uh let's see. Baron Ross- Corbin. Baron fucking Corbin. How many matches did Baron Corbin have? Uh-huh. How many? Not many. Not three, many. Maybe three, four? Made the list at 274. Lance is at 390. If this list is legit, even. I might be, like, yelling at a list that... <laughs> Lance is at three 394. I2 is at 390. Did Samu make the list? Let's see. It's like this No. One. Zach Ryder, 153, though. And Tyson Kidd's, like, right under that, right? Uh, 150, maybe. Let's see. Right now, let's search that. Tyson Kidd is at 113. 
All right, so I guess we didn't cover this list though, so we might as well. Barry talk Hardy about... made the list again. Really? <laughs> yeah, Jeff's at twenty nine. Matt's at forty seven. I think that's. Backwards. Oh, I see Barry. I see Barry Hardy. It's always yeah, fun to go like how through. Did, how did Eddie Edwards make the list before Matt Hardy? How did Aki Bono make the fucking list? <laughs> Is Aki Bono still wrestling? I think in Japan, but even still. Jay like, Briscoe? This is just not a good list coming. Oh, man, I was about to flip out. How does Jimmy uh, and Jay make 25 and 26 when, like... I thought Kamala made the list. That'd be the name is Kaimana. That would be Number four, 439. I thought they put Kamala. How's Goldust at 84? Really that high? And Stardust is on the fucking list as 82. So stupid. Imagine I really Cody was don't on the like... List too. Who? Cody Rhodes and Stardust. Yeah, right. Who else? Name a name a wrestler. Like, yeah, I'm going through it right now. I'm looking through it. Uh, let's see. Matt Jackson is at 80. What's the other one's name? Nick. Where is he at? Oh, he's at 76. 76. Uh, let's see. Luke Gallows. Luke Gallows is not listed. Oh, Galloway. No, Gallows. Doc Gallows. Gallows, 98. Who's been um, out with an injury? Christian. Christian. Christian's been out with a fucking injury. Made the list at 78. 78. Are you fucking kidding me? Ray Mysterio, 104. How is this possible? He wrestled the fucking Royal Rumble. What did he do before that? Almost nothing. Who's another wrestler that's been out of WWE for a From long September time? or from like October 2013 uh, to October 2014, who's been out? This is ridiculous. Corey Graves, 137. Like, how is that possible? When did he get <laughs> injured? Yeah. This is insane. Corey Graves is 137, while Fandango is 142. How is Diego at 162 and, and Fernando's 164? I don't understand how they split up these tag team members. Miljo Kali- fucking Rollies on the list. Kali is at 169. Right, right under Mojo. I, yeah, I know. We're, we're pretty much at the same exact mark. <laughs> Um, Bull Dempsey, 187, though. Uh, I don't get it. I don't get this at Trent, all. Trent, 200? Come on. This is such a bullshit list. Is this a real list? I don't even know. I think this is the legit list. Did, all right, so number D-Wall one. Did Brown work matches at all? Did he wrestle this year? I don't know. He's on the list at 232. So. Well, at least Al Snow's not listed. Um, Are you sure? All right. Yeah, I just searched it. All right, so number one is, I guess. Jesse Neal? Did he wrestle? <laughs> Are you kidding me? What? Wait, who's that new guy that came in for TNA with the one leg? Oh, I don't know. Sergeant. That would be crazy if they had him listed. Oh, I don't know what his name is. Okay, so number one is Daniel Bryan. Number two, Randy Orton. Number three, John Cena. Number four, AJ Styles. Number five, Kazu. Uh, Cause, ah, shit. Okada. It's Okada. Number six, Bray Wyatt. Chris Melendez is the guy with one leg. He's at number 50. I'm just kidding. (laughs) He's not on the list. Okay. Uh, Number seven, Roman Reigns. Number eight, Magnus, who's now wrestling on, like, the the TNA Livewire, or whatever they have. Uh, Number nine, Adam Cole. Number ten, Bully Ray. Like, Like Cesaro should be higher than that. 
Cesaro is at 13. Nakamura is at 17. Batista, 16. Yeah, well, he was pretty profilic. Profilic? Profilific? I don't know. I he just was pretty don't... high profile this year. What about Big E? <laughs> Worth number 24 for you? No. <laughs> like, come on. Are you serious, dude? Bully Ray is number 10. He should be in the top five, Bully Ray. Without a doubt. It's just, like, I don't know what these lists. It's such bullshit. I, I don't get this list at all. I know. How is Roman Reigns even ranked that high? I feel like Bad News Barrett has been injured so often that he shouldn't even be that high. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just such a bullshit list. But, but Grotto, he made the list of 500. Hey, congratulations to Grotto. Is he even he a definitely... good... I don't think he's a good wrestler, is he? No, no, no. He's trying to make... He's borderline breaking the top 10. He's very close to it, what? but... What do you mean, borderline breaking the top 10? He just has, like, 480 other wrestlers to, like... No, but I'm saying, up. like... He's almost there. Do you not know who Grotto is? I don't know. Do you know the, who That's Dickie, the guy? No, you know I don't who know who... Dickie Bronson is? I don't know who Dickie Bronson is. <laughs> Grotto, at least, I heard of. He's on that new season of uh, that TNA boot camp shit, but I knew of him before because of Cabana. Like, I don't know if he's... A bad wrestler, like a terrible wrestler that everyone just gets behind. I don't know. How did check you out, check out this name, Joseph Joe Brody? I don't Broseph. know. Kenny Doll. I don't know. Oh, Tim Tim Zabisco. There, there it is. He was five hundred. <laughs> he's at four eighty six now. <laughs> this row is listed. Well, he wrestles still. Yeah, but how I'm, did how, I don't understand? Cheeseburger. Who is that? Ring of Honor. He's a Ring of Honor student. Uh, and wrestler. How did Railroad Rudy not make the list? Didn't he submit? Or no? No. Oh. I, I have I have a screenshot of the submission, though. It was just, it wasn't. How is the Big O not even in the top 500? He definitely didn't get submit it. one. Yeah, I don't. He definitely didn't submit. Yeah, which good for him. This yeah. list is a fucking sham, so. I mean, there's so many other wrestlers that we know of that isn't on this list. That deserve to be on this list. Absolutely. I mean, Rex Lawless, Papadon. Oh, Papadon is Papadon's on it. on it. Yeah, but there's so many people like Mario Bokura, Bonesaw even. Gibbs. There's even. Alex Reynolds, Johnny Silver. Yeah, Gibbs. Chris Payne even. Yeah, Gibbs, Payne, Destruction, all of those guys. And I'm sure they were warned, like, don't fucking submit your shit. Yeah. Because... I mean, come on. Gibbs and Payne were traveling over uh, in Bowens. Yeah. They're going to Canada to Absolutely. wrestle. Absolutely. And I, uh, I would not be surprised at all if they were warned not to do this because this list is just fucking garbage. It really it's like is. They, 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 they put the names where they want and then all the WWE guys in New Japan, TNA, and then they're like, let's just like put this into a computer and see that that Rhett Gidden should be at 403. The fact that Kalisto is at 167, I mean, come on. Like, let's beep, boop, boop, beep. Number 450 is Michael Judas. Sammy Callahan isn't even on the list, which I think that if you have wrestlers that haven't, like Baron Corbin, who barely wrestled, and uh, like uh, Corey Graves, who barely wrestled or anything, you should at least have uh, Crow on the list as Callahan. Beep, boop, boop, beep, beep. 467 is Blackjack Phoenix. Oh, damn. Congratulations. Number 342 is Sushi. 
It's like, what the fuck? Who, who put this list together? All right, let's move on from this. Uh, let's do some uh, shameless plugs. Yes, let's do some shameless plugs. I don't know why I did that. Shameless plugs. Woo! Go follow team. Awesome. 418. Go follow them. Thank you to these people for promoting us. Go follow Disgruntled Dork on Twitter. Also, go follow at Reverse and Massage and follow John. Griffin, and then <laughs> what are you doing? It's not that high. Follow Jabber Nation on Twitter, and also Rohan CR2K. Boom! It doesn't get that high. Boom! Boom! And that's it. That's all she wrote. Yeah, good. All right. Oh, I have a headache now. Good. All right. And I'm pretty positive I got a few complaints from my apartment mates now. Good. Uh, also, go follow Jane Love WWE. Uh, we had a little contest during Monday Night Raw. Uh, the bad boy himself, Joey Janela, is your new jersey championship wrestling champion were you Chris uh, fucking Farley maybe the new <laughs> even like but congratulations to Joey Janela he has been busting his balls the entire year having himself a very successful year and now this is just adding to it so he was trying to break 1000 followers and i promised that the 100th follower would be promoted for 2 weeks um, and that 1,000th follower was, well, you also, you could go follow Joey Janela at Janela, baby. And make sure you go follow the 1,000th follower, Jane Love WWE. That is L-U-V, not L-O-V-E. But go follow her. Um, thank you very much for following Joey Janela. And thank you for following us as well. Hopefully, we can get you some followers I see right now you're at 669, so let's hopefully get you definitely above 670. So definitely above there. Um, also, thank you very much to uh, Rick David, Rick to the David, um, for suggesting that Rick Flair theme song. And I apologize for him suggesting that theme song as well. Yeah, for we don't. We, there's not, not even a point in that point where I can be like, mark out moment of the week. What do you mean? Like, because that's our mark out moment of the week thing. But, like, during, like, you're like, go follow. Like, I, there's not one point that makes me click that says mark out moment of the week. Yeah, I know. I like, know. I don't understand. What what, were you, what was going through your mind when you were going higher and higher with the things? That, 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 I didn't know what to do. I don't what? understand that the song doesn't go no, that high. No, once I started raising my voice, I was just like, I didn't know what to do. I started yeah, yeah. raising it going higher and higher and higher and higher. The more I was going, it was just, I had a headache. I didn't know what to do. The song doesn't go that I was kind of hoping that you would just cut me out or something like that. The salt does not go that high. I don't. Did you just say Taco Bell? 
No. I'm hungry. Um, also, go check out. Eat, eat real food before you say that. Don't fucking eat Taco Bell. Yeah, I know. No, you CC, don't know. CCW Dojo Wars taking place on the 19th of November. Tournament of Valor comes to a conclusion. It's going to be the finals in Blackwood, New Jersey. You're going to be seeing in the finals Ryan Galeone taking on Connor Claxton. Uh, go check this out. Go check these young wrestlers out. Uh, we, we know of Ryan Gal, uh, Galeone. We know of Ryan Galeone. And Connor, Connor Claxton, another up-and-coming wrestler. Go check them out. Dojo War, CCWWrestling.com. I'm going to toss in another shameless plug to oh. Brian Myers. Uh, no. No, you don't get four. Obviously, I'm taking someone's freaking shout-out. <laughs> which is... <laughs> you don't get four. All right, moving on. Brandon, you got any shout-outs? Why did the chicken cross the road? To listen to Brandon's shout-outs, waka waka. Well, that's right. As Dave alluded to before this, uh, first shout-out will be going to Brian Myers' new YouTube show called Making Towns. It'll be the same format, basically, as Kevin Steen's Weekend Escapades were. Definitely check it out. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a very funny show. Um, and uh, it's – who's not – if you're a pro wrestling fan, you're usually a fan of all these, like, uh, wrestlers giving you a glimpse of the backstage and them kind of, kind of breaking that wall down yeah. between pro wrestler and fan. And it's pretty, it's pretty cool. So we're definitely looking forward to the future episodes – uh, go subscribe to his channel on YouTube for sure. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, the next shout out will be going to Chicken Soup. Uh, I made it from scratch on Sunday, and it was really easy to do. Uh, I don't really like soup, but I suggest that anyone who does actually enjoy soup try making it on their own because it was super easy. You ever make it or no? Uh, no, not from scratch. Like literally, all you have to do is put like a full chicken or. I, I use just thighs on the bottom of the pan, cut vegetables up, threw it in the, put the water just over enough spices, dill, really? parsley, uh, let it boil. You skim the top, let it let it uh, simmer. I did cook uh, chicken drumsticks the other day. Kind of interesting because I'm I'm trying to experiment with cooking and everything. So I coated two chicken leg I coated two chicken leg drumsticks in uh this, this isn't cooking with David it's bringing shout outs in uh ketchup <laughs> I'm just kidding that I sounds coated, disgusting and then I coated two chicken drumsticks in mustard and then two of the for one piece I put honey I'm, over wait, wait 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 you cooked them in ketchup and mustard well I, I coated them in it like and, as and a coating and then cooked them I baked them I baked them that's in that's, the oven that sounds and awful. then I and then I put honey over it to kind of give it a glaze and a sweet taste. Oh, Jesus Christ. David, you want a good recipe for chicken. You take French salad dressing. You pour it over the raw chicken. You bake the chicken. Boom. Good chicken. Yeah, the ketchup and mustard is pretty good too, though. Well, it's... Usually, usually I'll actually... Sometimes I'll I switch it up. I'll use ranch dressing. I ranch see, is good. I see the idea, but I'm telling you, take French salad dressing. I'll check it out. Do the honey French. I'm sure you could use Catalina too, but I would use the honey French. Uh huh. Just pour it right over the chicken, cook it, bake it, boom. Cook it, bake it, boom. Yeah, that should be a new shirt. <laughs> cook it, bake it, boom. No, I'm just kidding. Why not? I don't know. You should. Yeah, well. You could. 
But uh, my last shout-outs, uh, nine years ago yesterday was when we lost Eddie Guerrero. Uh, he passed away, and the shout-out is for him. And it's it's crazy that he's been gone for so long. It feels like it was just yesterday that I was waiting for Raw or the Super Show and or excited that they were doing a Super Show, and you found out Sunday of or whatever that he passed away. Yeah, still so uh crazy i mean it's always crazy and unfortunate and everything went uh in a wider range of uh emotions as a pro wrestling fan when someone does uh is lost does pass away and it's very unfortunate where do you think that he would be if he was still around today uh like over the mountain like up there with Shawn michaels you think so you think that he would be kind of Closed, winding down his wrestling career like Shawn Michaels. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I don't know if winding down, but like I'm saying, like caliber wise, like no, no, no. Like, we're, like, do you? Would he still be uh, active in the ring as active as he was? Would he be on commentary? Would I he be backstage? Him, no, I could see him being active on on wrestling still. I would with like, WWE. Yeah, I, he probably if he didn't die, he probably would have killed it like every single year at WrestleMania since then. Because his Do you matches, think he would have stuck around, though? Yeah, I don't see why he wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I could... Hmm. But, then like, what ima- would imagine, with, but then what would happen with Vicky Guerrero? Because then we probably would never have yeah, her. Yeah, that's, that's the screen. thing. That's the thing. It's like, that's the craziest thing. Because then Edge, would he have been as big as he would have? Yeah. Would Ziggler be as big as he would have? Vicky Guerrero had a big stay with a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so I guess we, I guess it was kind of weird because if Eddie Guerrero was still around, we would have never had we wouldn't be speaking about Vicky Guerrero. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, very interesting. I did actually watch recently uh, that Halloween Havoc match of him versus Rey Mysterio, and it was unbelievable. I've never seen that match before, and it was just unbelievable the stuff that they were pulling out. And just watching some of his matches from ECW with Dean Malenko is just. It's classic. Like you cannot, you can't beat it, right? Um, yeah. So that's it. And I guess moving on from that note to our mark out moment of the week. That's right. Our mark out moment of the week. Uh, I'm going to forgive the fact that Dave called me during Raw to tell me that John Cena's theme song was playing at the gym. No? What do you mean? <laughs> Didn't you mark out for that? You were working out and you all of a sudden you heard John Cena's uh, it was theme just song? So, it was just so random because I, um, the college that I attend for grad school, their undergrad is all female. So when I'm at the gym... So uh, when Sorry. I'm at the gym, yeah, that's not respect. Sexist, yeah, sexist that's... Brandon, yeah. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the new shirt, sexist Brandon. <laughs> so and not that, not that there's going to be a new shirt or anything. I don't and then, know. and then on the, on, and then on the, on the back, you could just say like eyes up here or something. That would be, um, that would be going on the front. Uh, I don't know, Brandon. It'd yeah. be like <laughs> <laughs> over where titties would be, it would be eyes over here or <laughs> eyes up here or something. Sorry for saying titties. I don't know if anybody else says that word. Sorry for saying titties. <laughs> really? um, yeah, so no. Um, so I was working out and I was talking to one of my classmates 
And out of nowhere, mid-conversation, I hear John Cena's theme song. And I'm like, wait, why am I hearing this right now? Am I losing it? So treadmills and like these girls on the treadmill and they had WWE Raw on television. It was just so random and I don't know. It was just very weird to see other people be watching wrestling. Um, So I did get to see live for once. I got to see the opening of Raw. Yeah. Um, Any other markout moments? I marked out for uh, what I mark out for. I don't know. I know I marked out for that move Kalisto did. And I said earlier that Kofi Kingston thing too for the fact that they're still together is awesome. I kind of marked out for – no, I don't know. Oh, Luke Harper. I marked out for that ending. Oh, yes, I, you did. Yeah, I think I texted you or called you. I marked out yeah. for that. That was pretty awesome. Um, but thank you very much for everybody that listened. Um, I'm sorry once again for that rendition of Ric Flair's theme song. Yeah, if you want to be on our 200th episode, feel free to submit a voice clip. out one at gmail.com, congratulating us, saying whatever you want. You want to cut a promo? You're always put your, welcome. Put, put yourself over. Yeah, I mean, Montreal, I mean, Montreal Broski emailed us a weather report this week, and you heard it. It was yeah. an interlude. Thank you, I mean, thank you to Eric for doing that. Yeah, if we keep on getting more, who knows? Maybe we'll keep on using them. Um, but yeah, whatever you want to submit to us, we'll use. If you are in a band or any of your friends are in a band or you're a musician and want to get your music out there, uh, email us, marketout1 at gmail.com. We'll be glad to use you as a musical interlude. We'll promote your upcoming concerts. If you have a CD, a CD out, we'll promote your CD, your Twitter handle, whatever it takes. Um, and I think that's about it, right? Twitter.com slash out. Twitter.com slash BTTG161. Yeah, you don't got to do the Twitter.com. Just say follow me at BTTG161. Right. Uh, I guess I could say just at BTTG161, right? Yeah, you can follow Dave at Dave the Rave underscore M-O. You can follow us, Markin Out, M-A-R-K-I-N-O-U-T. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us a five. Uh, you could go listen to us on Stitcher Radio yeah, or not anything else. Well, I don't know why it doesn't work on iPhones and like smartphones and shit. I don't know why when you go to our website, like our mobile website sucks or something. I don't know. I don't understand it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Keep being on the lookout for some big things with the Marking Out Camp. Yeah, so I guess it's time to say that we wish you the Best, Best of luck in your future, future endeavors. Have a wonderful day. Okay, that's not what it sounded like, first of all.